Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Push Power Podcast, where you are here with your Push Power boss, Sharonda L. Hester. I'm so excited to be sharing this information with you guys today. Today is April 20th, guys. Um, I just celebrated my birthday two days ago. Guys, it was absolutely amazing just to know that God not only granted me another day that I had never seen before, but for him to grant me another year. So there was another opportunity to decree a thing and watch it be established. Another another year to be able to speak over and speak God's word over and watch him perform it. Guys, that is just something absolutely amazing. You know, um, life and death is in the power of a tongue. And not only that, um, people are leaving here and to be here another year is, you know, absolutely phenomenal. I've went through a lot just two years ago on my birthday, uh, I was in the hospital being diagnosed with COVID, but to two years later having my birthday. And when I tell you that my husband and my family absolutely blessed me, um, I received flowers, cash app, Zales, um, gifts, and just the love. And, you know, it wasn't even so much as the gifts, guys. It was just them pampering me that day. It was absolutely wonderful just to feel the love of other people you know, taking out time to think about you. So, well, that's enough of that, ladies. Let's get started. Today, um, our podcast is about faith or sight. Faith or sight. Um, you know how the Bible tells us that we need to walk by faith and not by sight. Well, on today, I'm going to share some information with you, and you'll be able to ask yourself that same question. Are you walking by faith today, or are you walking by sight? Let me ask you this question. Have you been living by faith or by sight? And how can you let go of unfulfilled desires if you have been living by sight? How can you let go of unfulfilled desires and start living by faith? See, that's one of the things we have to understand is that living by faith is totally different than living by sight. And I'm kind of going to explain that um, to you. We have to get to the point when walking by faith, you have to get to the point that you know that God's desires for you are great. You have to be okay with allowing God's desires for your life to be greater than the desires that you have for yourself. Meaning that you have to put yours to the side, choose God's and say, God, I believe that the desires that you have for me is far more greater than the desires that I have for myself. We have to get to the point that we understand that he wants only the best for us. And he asks us for our faith in return. That's really it. God is just asking us for our faith in return. Um, in the Bible, we learned that um, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So as I told you again, in 2 Corinthians um, chapter 5, I want to say verse 6 and 7, it talks about that we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are always from the Lord. We are away from the Lord. For we live by faith and not by sight. That's the NIV version, okay? So think about it like this. We have to come to the point that we have to really think about that sometimes we demand a lot of God. We wake up every day and we are demanding a lot of God. And all God is really asking for you is to live for him, to live and share his word, to live and share his love, to walk by faith and not by sight. But we don't we don't think about that. We just we just think about what we desire or what we want, not realizing that 
we sometimes demand a lot of out of God. Um, think about it. We might say, God, I like this house. You know, God, this is my dream job. I want this job, Lord. Open the doors for me to get this job. Give me favor on this interview. Give me the words to say, Lord, show me what to wear. You know, we go forth when we're looking at that dream job. We finally got the interview, and now we're asking God to do everything that uh, we need to be done to be able to get this job. Then some of us are saying, I'm so ready for my husband. I want a spouse, God. I'm ready for my husband. I'm ready to live. I'm ready to take care of him. I want to love on him. I want a vacation with my husband. I want a family. I want to love on my children. I want this big house. I want this dream job. I want this and I want that. And God said, even with you wanting that husband, I, I have one for you, but you haven't even enjoyed the husband I have already given you, which is me. Remember, God will be wherever we need for him to be. We don't even understand in our single days that God is the lover of your soul. And something else I had to realize is God is the lover of your soul, not only when you're single, but even if you marry, God will come in and be the lover that you need for him to be to your soul. And so what we do is we'll tell God what we want and then we'll wait in expectation because we know that if we're in expectation for it, that God will move on our behalf, right? So we wait for him to do the impossible. Um, we ask for him to do all these things and mm, let's say eight times out of 10, we really haven't even prepared for what we're desiring for. We haven't even prepared for what we're asking for. We're not even in uh right alignment to get it right but we are setting an expectation we were waiting an expectation for it we wait for him to do the impossible for us we wait for him to give us the desires of our heart because he does because in past time you know um a, a lot of people say it like this in church he's the same guy yesterday today and forevermore and so since you know that he did it and yesteryear or yesterday, you know that he'll do it again because he's that same guy. He's that unchanging. He's a God that he shall not lie, right? Because he does it, then he is most definitely all-powerful. Um, a lot of times people, they based off what God has given them, the yeses they receive from God to, uh, to be able to share or share with someone to say, he's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He's this loving God. And if he does, um, he heard your cry and he answered it, right? So then when he hear your cry and he answer it, now you're excited. You're celebrating. Oh, God, God said, yes, God did this. He gave me this house. God gave, filled my bank account. God let me have a kid. God got me out of surgery. He does all this, guys, because he loves you. This right here, what I just explained, that's living by sight. But what happens when where you wanted a yes that he say no or he say not right now if you pay attention a lot of us don't celebrate the no's while i'm here on today like i told you just two days ago i had a birthday i am 42 years old and i want to tell you today from learning from the, the 42 years that i've been in this life i celebrate the yeses but i celebrate the no's too let me tell you why. It's, and it's hard for some people to celebrate no's, but I celebrate every door God shut for me. I celebrate every time he told me no. You know why? Because he loved me enough. He cared for me enough to say no. Think about it. With, if, if I got any parents on this uh, podcast with me today, what if you would say yes to everything your children ask for? You don't. You say no. Why do you say no? Because nine times you care, you love them, you don't want to see them hurt, you know what's best for them. 
And that's how God is with us. He tells us no because he know what's best for us. He tell us no because he we he already know. Stop dating him because that's not the husband that I have in store for you. That's not the house I want you to have. That's not the job I want you to be at. That's not what I have. I have better. But what happens is so many of us are stuck. And so much, many of us are stuck with what we desire. We can't even receive what God is trying to give us. So today I want to tell you guys, don't only celebrate the yes, but celebrate your no's. Celebrate your wait a minute. Sometimes he might not say yes, he might not say no, he might say, daughter, just wait a minute. How many of you have ever heard the Lord tell y'all, especially if you're single, he tell you, give me six months, all of you for six months, and then I have something for you. A lot of you can't even wait six months. A lot of you can't even do what God needs you to do in that six months or that year or two years, or maybe he's telling some of you a month. You can't even do what he's asking you for a month, but you're asking him for a lifetime of blessings. All right, now that's Holy Spirit speaking. Now, let me go back to what I was saying. Now, in 2 Corinthians, it says we live by faith and not by sight. But what happens is we often doubt God. We often doubt him, unfortunately, because living by faith is giving up any control we thought we had. You have to give get to the point, as I told you before, uh, when I first started the podcast, you have to give up your control. You have to get in a position to say, God, I'm going to set my desire down and I'll pick your desires up. I'm going to put my will down and I'm going to pick your will up, God. And sit in the passenger seat and be eager and in anticipation of where God is taking you. Get to the point that you no longer have to be the driver and get to the point that you're okay with being the passenger, but with God being your driver, not man, not the enemy. Get to the point that you're okay with handing the steering wheel over to God. How many of you today can honestly say, I have handed my keys and my steering wheel to the Lord? I have gotten to the point that I'm saying, God, even if it don't feel good, even if it don't look good, I trust you. Because you got to think about it. Think about uh, Mary and Martha. Their brother was stinking dead. He was dead, dead, dead. Okay? He was dead to everybody who seen him. He was dead to everybody who smelt him. How many of you guys are in situations and it seemed like it's dead? It seemed like it ain't no return, no coming back. And you know that you have sent for God or asked God or an expectation, an expectation for God to do something. But then and with your naked eye, you're saying it's over. It's too late. It's too late. It's over. It's dead. But just like Jesus came and said, Lazarus, Lazarus, get up. That's the same thing he can do to your current situation. But check this out. This is the even better part about it. Not only did he call his name. And, and he got up. But God don't just get you up. Leave you how you are. When he got up, he still had grave, the grave clothes wrapped around him. So he was like mummified. So he wasn't free. He wasn't loose. But not only did God tell him to get up, but then he commanded the grave clothes to loosen. So God is in position. And he is all powerful, as we say, all knowing. Not only will he resurrect you out of a situation. But he will resurrect you, resurrect you and deliver you out of that situation and set you free in a way you ain't never been free before. So today I encourage you, each and every one of you, to walk by faith and not by sight. Hand over the keys to God. Give him, give him, sign the consent form. You know, some of you might say, well, I don't, I don't really understand. Let me tell you something. When you get ready to have surgery, 
you have to get to a point that you sign a consent form. The consent form is saying, I'm, I'm giving you consent to do surgery on me. I'm giving, I'm trusting my life in your hands that you, if I was to, if I was to flatline on the table, y'all going to do whatever it takes to get me back here. I'm giving you consent to remove whatever is causing me this sickness. I'm telling you today, sign the consent form. Give God full authority to come in. Because remember, he a gentleman. He's not going to force himself on you. So you're going to have to sign a consent form. You're going to have to give him a yes. All right? Sign a consent form and say, Lord, I'm here and I need heart surgery. I done been through a lot. I got some daggers in my heart. I got some slices in here. I even got some holes. I feel as if my heart is bleeding. And I'm coming to the heart surgeon, the one that can do any and everything. You said that you were a God that will mend a broken heart. So, Lord, today I'm signing the consent form for you to come in and you to mend this damaged heart, for you to mend this broken heart, for you to mend my heart the way it needs to be mend. And I'm trusting you with my heart. God, I sign a consent form. Come in and do surgery on me so I can be better. I can become better. I can do better. I want to be better. And when you do that, ladies, I guarantee you that you will get to the point that you will see a blessing that you've never received before. You will start having a relationship with God that you ain't never had before. You will start believing him in a way you never believed him before. So, ladies, as I always say, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems like, you win in the end. And more than anything, walk by faith and not by sight. Ask yourself the question, are you walking by faith or are you walking by sight? Whichever one you've been doing, today, sign a consent form to walk by faith. Believe God fail. Believe him before it fails. Believe him every day. Seek out his presence. Seek out his answers. Seek out his wisdom and watch what God will do. So as you know, be blessed. You win in the end. Remember, every Wednesday at noon, we have our push power prayer. This is 20 minutes of prayer time to push you, to catapult you, to encourage you to make it to Sunday. It's almost like you're getting a gas fill up to keep you going throughout the week, um, to be able to push you um, to where you need to be. Not only that, we are asking you to email us. Email us, let us know how this podcast is, have been an encouragement to you at Push Power boss at gmail.com not only that go and check out our website pushpowerboss at uh no our email is pushpowerboss at gmail.com but our uh our website is pushpowerboss.com go on there um pick you up a prayer journal pick you up a planner uh, we have marriage journals on there we have journals um about God's names telling you where to find them at in the Bible we have writing journals we even have children books so I, w- I want to just tell you guys, go and be a blessing to um, to our Push Power Boss community. And I want to tell you that we love you. And remember that no matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems like, you win in the end. Ladies, be blessed. I really encourage, um, I'm encouraged by this today. Be blessed.